shit what is going on power people welcome 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 once again to another episode of the open all powers podcast i'm sat here in the open all powers watchtower my name is gareth eastwood aka the motherfucking locomotive and i am joined by a very very special guest uh, tonight he is a regular voice uh, of the Open Up Powers podcast, coming in with Jack's Hot Desk, uh, The Wolf's Den, I don't know, many other iterations of the feature that we've uh, introduced over the times. He's actually uh, featured on the podcast before, so it is a warm, warm welcome uh, to his return, and it is The Wolf of Kingston, Mr. <laughs> Weber. Thank you once again for joining me. Oh, you're very welcome, man. Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? Like I think before like Christmas time. Possibly, possibly, yeah. Well, you know, we've we've been a bit, uh, a little bit intermittent with the old podcasting lately, so it's uh, it's good that we've got some people out there who we can, uh, you know, hit up on the WhatsApp, on text, whatever, and say who's up for a podcast. And of course, we can always rely on the Wolf of Kingston to uh, hop on on the mic. So good to be back on here. Nice, it's It's great. Good, I've missed it. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to have you chatting, dude. It's good. It's good. Basically, there's been so much kind of nerdy news going on lately to be perfectly honest i think we could have done like a good maybe like three hour show just talking about all the stuff that's been dropping lately there's been trailers there's been new movies all kinds of bumps like that um there's been loads there's been so much stuff yeah but um what i did was i sent jack (laughs) the other day just a list of a kind of a few of the the headlines if you will and we're just going to break it down shoot the shit and and do our usual thing yeah Um, just wing it man have a bit of fun Definitely, definitely. Um, I will mention actually real quick now because I I've, I realized that I, I I did a Facebook post to say how much I love this movie, uh, but I never I've never actually spoke I haven't actually spoken about it on a podcast yet. But uh, I re- mm-hmm. recently went to see that movie with Margot Robbie called I Tonya. Have you have you heard about this, Jack? I haven't heard of this one. No. Right. Well, basically, it was it was like an Oscar nominee and a Grammy award winner kind of joint. You know, it was. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was. It, it was getting a lot of high praise, and it the the movie kind of intrigued me because it was kind of described as a quite dark, like black comedy, but also like sort of like a very intriguing biopic. And basically, what it, right. the, the story goes that it, it traces the 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 life story of the ice skating dancer, the American ice skating dancer Tonya Harding. Now, oh, Tonya right. Harding, okay. Tonya Tonya Harding is famous for two reasons. One, because she was the first ice skater to land the triple axel. Now, obviously, like when you when you think about ice skating, now, like you don't need to be you don't need to be an expert on ice skating dancing to know that the triple axel is a move that people do. And she was literally like the first person to land it, essentially. She just nailed it. Yeah, yeah, and this was like in about ninety one, ninety two, something like that. So immediately, she you know she she shot to fame, and you know she was winning all these competitions and such like. But her kind of like growing up she had a very abusive mother who um pretty much like her mother effectively like worked every hour that god sent in order to pay for tonya to have ice skating lessons and she started from about being like four years old or something like that but it was kind of one of those things where it was like her mother was very resentful of a daughter if she didn't succeed it was almost like you know i've i've put my life into your training you know so um, yeah. 
and yeah, if you and don't you're, succeed you're, you're screwing up and i'm putting food on the table so you're gonna yeah. skate your socks off all exactly right? exactly yeah but then in the midst of that as well she also uh, was married to this guy who used to like kick her about and punch her and stuff like that and it was it was it's, i mean it's pretty grim like the the upbringing and the life that she had so the yeah, fact that they managed the so fact she's that had they, a, she's had a bit of a rough time then <laughs> oh massively and also as well she's from the deep south of america as well so you know she's she's oh, not and those guys don't take prisoners do they well this is the thing and, and you know what there was a really interesting element to the movie where they were talking about the fact that like oh so for, for example there's a bit in the film where she does like this absolutely amazing ice skate um and you know she gets scored quite low by the judges and she goes off on one and she's literally arguing with the judges and she's saying like oh you can suck my dick and all this and uh, <laughs> and basically the an image. <laughs> exactly yeah and and the judges basically say to her um oh you know well uh the 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 winner of our ice skating competition should be like you know uh should have the the image of being from a perfect family and you know uh, they, they should you know you could represent us in the olympics one day and we want america to be represented by someone who is of good breeding and stuff like that and she's kind of her argument yeah. was kind of like well i can't help my background all i can do is try and be the best skater i possibly can you know so it's yeah. a a real, a real kind of exactly not her fault that you well, know, she was in a, in a had an abusive upbringing well that's right? it exactly yeah but so like i say there were two reasons why she was famous so one being the triple axel and the second one being the fact that in the mid so basically the way it works is she every year she was competing in these american championships and if you succeeded in these championships if you got you know like a gold medal or a silver medal bronze medal or whatever then you then stood a chance at um <clears throat> being part of the winter olympic team now okay. now at the time there was another girl whose whose name escapes me who um uh who was kind of like her direct competitor if you will so this other girl kind of matched her in skill and could potentially have like you know sort of beaten her to the post and you know gone to the olympics instead of her so mm. they kind of sort of like so tonya harding her husband and then this friend of theirs um or friend of her husband's i should say sorry they try and defy devise this plan to sort of um uh let's let's say sabotage this 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 woman's kind of career this her ice skating prospects like her opponent if you will so they, what oh, they start shit. what what they start by doing is sending her fake death threats essentially and sending her these letters that are saying like you know i'm gonna get you if you, if you step out on the ice i'll be waiting for you and i'm gonna take you out and stuff like just all, <laughs> almost to try i'll see you in the ice rink exactly yeah, it's basically to try and psych her out and what what yeah. happens is one thing just leads to another and it just ends up snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and what it results in is the husband of tonya harding ends up getting like this hitman to basically assault um this woman uh this opponent of hers and basically what they do is they send this guy in him to basically break her kneecaps um uh to to basically eliminate her from the competition and what it does is it just it leads to this massive scandal and you've got to bear in mind as well this was all happening when tonya harding was about 23 24 something like that yeah. like it was absolutely bonkers so of course there was this huge scandal about it it was, there was that just sounds like she hasn't been doing too well for herself you know it, honestly like, it, it was absolutely bonkers dude like and, an absolute train wreck like. and um and and basically what happened was she was taken to court and because of her even though she didn't actually do it because she was an accomplice to the actions she was basically banned from ice skating for life um and and it was it's quite sort of a heartbreaking story in a way but then you also see that that 
at the end she tried a hand at boxing because she used to be quite ruthless okay. herself so she tried a few different things but then there was like an annotation at the end which told you like all so this is obviously like you know early 90s so all the different yeah. characters in the movie it told you what they were doing now and basically she owns like a landscape gardening company or something like that Jeez. that that's that's, that's her thing you know but it was such a such a fascinating story like margot robbie just played this character so so well yeah, I was um, gonna say like uh, like that's such like quite a heavy role by the sounds of it. So oh God, absolutely! Mar- yeah, if Margot Robbie nails that. That's, mm. that's wicked. Like. Yeah, she 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 completely smashed it. It was it was terrific. Like such a recommend. Mm. Like a really good biopic. Like moments in it where you laugh, where maybe you feel like you shouldn't be laughing. Um, some really kind of heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. You know, quite inspirational as well at times. But um, yeah, just a, a a big recommend from me. So I just I just wanted to give a quick little whistle stop review of uh of that movie oh, man, that's that, that sounds that sounds great like yeah. I, i'll have to actually check that one out but it's like i was just gonna say as soon as you said triple axel i just instantly thought of a wrestling move it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a wrestling move like um i just imagine like jr just being like watch out watch out watch out she's coming in with the triple axel <laughs> it's a real slobber knocker <laughs> yeah just like god wrestling on ice that'd be terrible that'd be fantastic that'd be yeah well have you have, <laughs> have you have you been watching any of the para winter olympics no, i haven't actually oh, no mate i mean like watching the winter olympics alone is fantastic because of the fact that you know i mean watching people hurl themselves down a snowy mountain at 80 miles an hour is brilliant watching the para winter olympics doing someone do the exact same thing but they've got no legs is just absolutely mind-blowing honestly it's just it's one of the most inspirational things to watch ever like you know these people just literally risking life and limb and they completely blind or like life and limb yeah exactly yeah exactly (laughs) it's been crazy man uh but m- moving uh swiftly on i think we should move on to a little bit of content and yeah, um so going back it. going back to the the list of kind of news topics and stuff like that I, the first thing that i want to talk about straight away and i think which is the most recent thing really um is the brand new trailer for the the second installment in the fantastic beasts and where to find them story and it's fantastic beasts and where to find them colon the crimes of grindelwald uh starring it's got a very interesting name it's got the longest fucking movie title i think i've yeah, ever come across in my literally. life yeah <laughs> so we've got we've got eddie redmayne returning uh we've got uh johnny depp as grindelwald which of course if, if you've seen fantastic beasts and where to find them you'll know that he rocks up at the very end and then we've also got jude law playing a young dumbledore um mm. so first of all jack have have you seen the first fantastic beast and where to find the movie um well, this, this this is when i was gonna this is the, when i was gonna um ask you about this uh this topic because i haven't seen the first film um but um i know like there's a there's a guy in it called newt right and i was gonna yeah like ask you like what 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 it's sort of all about because i actually never got around to watching the first one but i watched the trailer and like i think it's like the whole sort of like concept of it's really cool like to see like a young dumbledore um yeah um yeah i mean like if you could tell me about what it's all about that'd be sick (laughs) (laughs) well well well, basically um, and and i'm just gonna give uh a little bit of of kind of background to this and, and and say that I have never been a fan of the Harry Potter franchise as a whole. Like, as mm-hmm. I, I, showed... I read the books and like I've obviously seen the films, but like, um, 
yeah, I just haven't seen the newer stuff. But the, I've never been like huge on it. The, the, I mean, so basically, like, so just going back to what I was saying, like, I I was never a fan of of the Harry Potter franchise. Like, I, I showed no interest in the books, uh, the movies. I might have watched them like when they were on TV and just been like, yeah. But I've I've never got gone crazy over them. I really couldn't care less about them. But then when Fantastic yeah. Beasts and Where to Find Them came along, I, like something about the trailers just made me think this feels a little bit more adult, like a bit more kind of up my street. And I think because it was yeah. so removed, I think one of the things that put me off about the original movies is the fact that <clears throat> uh, Daniel Radcliffe was an appalling actor. Like, I'm mm. I'm sorry to any Harry Potter fans out there, but even towards the bitter end, he was horrendous. Like, absolutely. I, um, I, I recently saw um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe in an, in uh, another film, uh, Now You See Me Too. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I really liked the first one. It was like, um, like Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, that's yeah, that is his name. Yeah, and uh, and Woody Harrelson. Oh, really? Um, oh, cool. And yet, like the whole like now you see me uh, is all about like uh, magicians and stuff, and like oh cool, like, uh, I think it's like uh, the four horsemen um, are like basically like celebrity magicians. But um, they recently, uh, well, not I wouldn't say recently, but they dropped a, a second film and Daniel Radcliffe's in it. All um, right, and he plays sort of like uh, one of the bad guys. But I just I just saw Harry Potter and I was just like, dude, you're 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 going to be forever known as Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah. And he, he, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's forever going to get an income from the fact that he was Harry Potter as well. But yeah, mm. so my, my issue was seriously the fact that they were just terrible actors, the the young kids, and I just was not keen at all. So <clears throat> the fact I was, I, I knew that Eddie Redmayne was a credible actor, so I thought I'm going to give this a whirl. And it was, I loved the film, man. It was so exciting, so thrilling, really funny, really engaging. <clears throat> and basically, the premise is, is that in the harry potter franchise within the within the world of the harry potter lore there is this book that is called fantastic beasts and where to find them and it was written by newt scamander who is played by eddie redmayne so basically the movie the first movie it's just about his life. It's him coming to London, essentially, and he carries around this suitcase, and this suitcase is almost like kind of like a Doctor Who TARDIS where you can actually go inside it, and that is, it's almost like a sort of a... Uh, like a safari park, if you will, zoo kind of thing of just all these incredible uh-huh. monsters and wizard-like beasts and stuff like that. And it's just really, really great. And it's, it was good. One thing I enjoyed about it is the fact that um, it was kind of mixing this kind of wizard world with the actual real world as well. It wasn't all just like secluded in Hogwarts, like as, you know, yeah. uh, the Harry Potter films were. They've, they've branched out a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, the old, exactly. The old magic, they've branched yeah. out into uh, real world. Yeah, exactly. So in, in this sequel, we're obviously developing the character a little bit more. Uh, we've got uh, Johnny Depp playing the character of Grindelwald, who is like a villain who um, I'm not quite sure what his kind of... Uh, his master plan is but i know that it's up to newt scamander to sort of you know try and stop him uh we do yeah. have we do see in the trailer hogwarts and we see a young dumbledore played by jude law obviously in the originals he was played i by... did like that bit because yeah. um like where i haven't seen the first one um when it's just like uh they, they say to jude law um they're just basically just like um oh uh you know what are you gonna do about this uh dumbledore and i was like oh see what you did there nice oh absolutely yeah they've got they've got to throw the name in haven't they yeah and and i just think i just love the way this trailer looks i think it just looks really grandiose i think they that what they managed to do i think is they managed to capture this kind of harry potter 
you know feel like the tonality of it with like the music and and the the just real kind of grandiose sort of feel that you know it's, it, it makes it feel like this huge big world that they're living in i mean let's 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 be realistic the subtitle for this movie could be harry potter and the search for more money it really could yeah, be because pretty they, much it's just like it's such a money Harry, Harry Potter and give me more royalties, please. Yeah, exactly right, exactly. And yeah. um, so, just just in general, I mean, obviously not being like uh, uh, that knowledge about the original. How do you kind of feel about the, this trailer? And I mean, from... I was, do you know what, mate? I was like, I, I when I, when I saw the Harry Potter films, I, obviously I actually really liked them. Like I started sort of losing a bit of interest near the sort of like the um, uh, finale ones, but like watching this trailer yeah I, I i dug it man like um like you say i like how they're kind of like branching like all the magic sort mm. of like out into the real world uh rather than keeping it like um secured and like sort of like hogwarts which like the seven previous films were pretty much based around um uh based around hogwarts so like it's good that they're like sort of like bringing it out it also looks like it looks like it's got a load of like uh like a comedy factor to it it looks mm, quite funny absolutely um, yeah definitely and yeah, yeah I, I dig that man because like there's so many of the harry potter films that are just it's just dark and you know black magic and you know just like um obviously you've got the dementors and all that sort of stuff going around and it's very um it's it's quite serious in places so it's, it's cool to see that like this film looks like it's gonna have a bit of like a comical twist to it so yeah um, yeah, I like that, and uh, I like I like the whole uh, fact that um, you know just just by what knowledge I've I've got of, of uh, this film um, is that uh, you get to see a young Dumbledore, and I, I quite like that because I yeah. remember watching um, the, uh, the, the the films um, and just thinking like I, want, I bet Dumbledore was a right bastard back in the day. Like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh, when uh, it, like. I, very similar to James McAvoy. Um, yeah, playing, played like, Professor X. Yes, I like that, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just like a bit, a bit cockier, you know, a bit more, uh, you know, witty mm. in his youth. Absolutely, you know? man. Yeah, I, th- I think that's one one thing I'm looking forward to as well. And I know that a lot of people are precious to the original Dumbledore character, so I know he's going to have to be, you know, careful about it. But yeah, yeah. De- def- definitely intrigued by this one. I mean, I'm sold by it because I, you know, the the pretty much the kind of semi left the the last movie on a bit of a cliffhanger. Like there was like Johnny Depp literally appears in like the last thirty seconds of the film, and you're like, oh shit, Not like really? yeah. But I think that that one thing to bring up, especially like Johnny Depp is uh, such a such a divisive actor at the moment i feel because he he used to be someone who was kind of really admired i i think at least anyway and you know you see johnny depp in in the cast you know when you think oh shit he's gonna play a fantastic character but recently he's just been doing some absolute <laughs> fantastic characters and where to find them. yeah exactly yeah exactly but he's really kind of uh he's on basically and i've said this a few times before he's become very much like a parody of himself in the way yeah. that he plays characters <laughs> and there's every possibility that he's going to play just his very typical sort of kooky you know edward scissorhands willy wonka mm. kind of sort of character in this um so I'm, I'm i'm very curious about that and i hope he doesn't kind of just ruin the entire movie because there's this potential that he could just go completely overboard and yeah pretty yeah much, yeah wreck this one <laughs> and just yeah he, he might just like end up slipping into a different role he's done by accident absolutely mate yeah you know, he might just get to might just get to johnny Depp, and then he'll start <laughs> 
like waving his hands like Jack Sparrow or something. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, probably, mate. Yeah. Just like, oh shit, wrong movie franchise, mate. Where's the rum? Well, uh, let, let's let's stay on the theme of trailers for a moment, and let's let's jump over to the world of Netflix, and more specifically yeah. the sort of Marvel Netflix universe. And albeit very very brief, uh, we got a teaser trailer for the second series of Luke Cage. Um, so so yep. Jack, um, what I mean. What was your exposure to the first series of Luke Cage? Have you have you seen the whole thing? Did you enjoy it? What were your what were your general thoughts yeah, on it? I've, I've smashed Luke Cage. Yeah, like the whole first season. Um, yeah, and uh, I I loved it. Like, and this new trailer that they've dropped, being that it's only about forty seconds long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like they they really haven't given away much in it. Like it's. I'm I'm hyped for it because I did love the first season. I felt like the first season like dragged out a little bit because um, there was like two or three episodes where like because he he kills Diamondback, yeah, um, or like Diamondback uh, dies. Um, no, no, it's not Diamondback. It's, oh, you're thinking you're thinking uh, of Cotton Cotton Mouth, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. sorry, it's, that's right. Yeah, Cotton Mouth was a wicked villain, and like. Yeah. Um, he got killed off and then just replaced with another villain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that's probably one of the very few uh, like shows that I've watched where the main villain will get killed off, but shit, he's just been replaced with a brand new villain. And it's yeah. like, they just kind of dragged it out a bit. But bes- like besides that, like I fucking, I love the first um, season. And this new one is, it's basically just him like, you know, just saying like, you know, yo, I'm Luke Cage. I'm right here. Come at me, bro. And it's like, Sweet. All right. See yeah. you in a, see you in a bit. It's like he's 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 being like a proper hype man in this, isn't he? He's literally like Yeah. He's literally like, you he's can't literally like he's calling people out. Yeah, he's like you can't burn me, you can't cut me, you literally can't do anything to me. I am indestructible bring it on and mm. like I, I don't know anything about like kind of luke cage comics however <clears throat> i was listening to fans on patrol the other day a uh, big shout out to fans on patrol mm. members of the nerd podcast mafia and they were saying that, uh, they were saying that um in in the comics that is like what this, this trailer where he's like literally being dead cocky and like you know breaking the fourth wall not no well not so much breaking the fourth wall but you know really shouting people out and you know saying like bring it on that's very reminiscent of comic book luke cage um which is which is good to see like i mean I, i'm i'm not comic book knowledgeable when it comes to this guy so i won't be able to testify to that but it's good to hear from other people that you know this is this is quite kind of accurate um yeah. as, i mean as far as the first series concerned like i i loved the lead up with cottonmouth i thought that was fantastic the whole thing mm. when like the fucking like like super bullets came in and then they had to you know cure him and all this that and the other like i didn't like that kind of stuff but a lot of the um a lot of the issues that they kind of dealt with in terms of like you know delving into the world of kind of like black america amidst you know like actually Mm. uh creating a a superhero tv show I, i really really kind of enjoyed that aspect to it um so i mean the thing is the the as far as like Marvel Netflix shows have been concerned, like Iron Fist was an absolute disaster. There's no doubt oh, about it was that. Just pants. It was awful. It was and then, unfortunately, subse- subsequently, the Defenders was pretty pretty drab as well. Just not 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 um, interested in that whatsoever. It was so so I've, bad. 
I think my favourite part of the defenders was pr- like the bit I just enjoyed the most was probably the hallway fight. Yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah. Every, everybody knew there was a hallway fight that was coming, and I actually rewatched it on, on my laptop last night. Oh, really? Did you? Um, oh, cool. It's just, that was the only part that really did it for me was just seeing all of them together. And but like it was when they first met, and like um, you you just get reminded that they they all are, have superpowers. Like um, you know, Luke Cage is just like like Danny Rand is just hiding behind Luke Cage whilst he's just taking gunfire. And it's like, oh yeah, shit, he's, he's bulletproof, isn't he? Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's just like, you know, hey, you little bitch, just you know, just hide behind me, it's fine. Um, he's like, I need to recharge my chi. Give me a second. Um, <laughs> do you have another five episodes? Like, he'll be ready in five episodes. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, like I, I, I loved like watching them all work together, and then like um, you, you know. Uh, when this new uh, this new trailer's just well dropped, you know, like yeah, you just see you he's just calling people out and reminding them that he is bulletproof and you can't basically touch him. So, yeah, I, th- I think what what the tra- this teaser trailer kind of does to me as well is it makes me think about what this trailer, what this new series is going to be like because it kind of makes me feel that like he's he's now on some sort of crusade. Like I don't know whether he's going to wants to clean up Harlem or he's literally you know gonna just march into a room filled with gangsters and mob people and people just i don't know any anybody committing some sort of crime and literally just taking them out and not taking any prisoners that kind of makes me feel like that this is going to be an exciting series yeah Um, definitely man it it does look like he's just gonna go on a, a bit of a rampage to clean it up yeah absolutely man well speaking of um of uh of black superheroes have you watched any black lightning on netflix I've I've watched a couple of episodes. Um, it's dark, man. Like very, it's it's super violent as well. Like mm. it's all about like gang culture and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like I've I've watched a bit of it. Um, and uh, like he's you know the main characters kind of like had powers for a while, but he's stopped being that hero. Mm. Um, so that he can you know be the family man, be the dad, be the principal of the school, and kind of like live a normal life and let the police do their job. But um, he obviously gets pushed back. Um, but yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of episodes, and so, there's so many like guns and violence, and it's just like <laughs> fucking hell. They didn't hold back here. Like, I mean, it's not you know, it's no, it's no Punisher, like, but yeah, it gets a bit serious at times. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think it's a fantastic show, especially to say that it's on like the CW as well, like. I, I just kind of had this feeling that we were going to get another flash and another fucking arrow, you know, and don't get me wrong, like those those yeah, shows are fine. But I kind of feel like they're actually, they're doing something really cool in the way that they, they're telling this story of like, you know, that we've got, there's this hero who, like you say, you know, he was, he was a superhero way back when he retired and then he gets back into it. But it very much is representative of what it's like when a near middle-aged man actually goes out and starts fighting criminals. Like, I, I don't, I won't, obviously you've only watched a couple of episodes. I'm, I'm quite far into it now, so I won't give too much away, but there's like, there's an episode where he's in like this mad fight. He comes out of the fight successful, but like the, the it shows him the next day and he's literally like in 
agony trying to get out of bed like he can barely walk because like yeah, every every battered. yeah every muscle in his body is, is aching and and i just think that's yeah. so good and like you know you watch like arrow for example and arrow will get i know thrown off a three-story building he'll, his back will go into like the windshield of a car and the next thing you know yeah. he's just walking perfectly fine back into the arrow cave yeah, you know and it's just like, it so yeah ex- cool. exactly yeah and and i just I, it, it's very, it reminds me of that aspect and and you know you get yeah, stuff like that more um like it just adds a bit more uh, realism to it, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah, totally. Yeah. And you get that a lot with like the Netflix shows, so it is kind of quite reminiscent of that. But as well, you know, you've got this guy yeah. like he's he's trying to be a father, like you say, he's trying to be a principal of this school in like in a deprived area where these kids, if they're not led on the right path, kind of could inevitably end up, you know, in gang culture. And he's he's desperately trying to you know get give these kids like a brighter future and stuff like that. And I think there's something quite moving about that and. You know, there's, there's, um, they, they're being very, very conscious to kind of uh, focus on a lot of the a lot of the kind of the issues that are going in on in america at the moment like there's there's a there's a great moment in one of the episodes where um there's this there's this kid um like a young african african-american kid and he's he's on the run from the police for whatever reason he's not he's not armed and there's these two yeah. young white police officers and they're literally holding the guns up and they're literally about to shoot him and, and black lightning like jumps in the way and like you know basically dis <clears throat> disarms these policemen and there's this great moment and it's almost like this kind of conflicts boys because like black lightning jumps in like realistically in this scenario he should be apprehending the young kid who's committed the crime but he's having to actually protect them from white he's actually protecting the criminal from white policemen who would have literally just helped you know shot them and said you know i don't know made up some bullshit later and yeah, you know, and I'm just going to shoot him down. Exactly, and I think if you can, if they can create a show which highlights a lot of issues that are going on in, you know, across the other side of the world, as far as we're concerned, but deliver it yeah. in a TV show that can be otherwise enjoyed because of the superhero elements, then you know, more power to them for actually, you know, being bold yeah, enough to, to include will, things like that. Like sending a message, saying, you know, as well, just being like, this is actually, you know, is great show and whatnot but like this is actually what's going on sort it out you know yeah totally totally so you know i think i think there's a really great um I think it's really great for that. Like, I think there's, there's, you know, the risk that it could end up turning into a very more cheesy CW show. I mean, I love that, you know, the, yeah. uh, the, the, the guy who like works in, uh, in the, in the suit tailor's shop, but then in his basement, he's got literally every bit of technology known to man. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. It's did like you... when I did, when I did my podcast with Mark. Like, I, I need my suit. So, like, I, yeah. I watched that bit. I was like, it's, that's like, so so cw man just like hey just come downstairs made this earlier yeah exactly as like when i was when i did the podcast with mark ellis reagan's from so was a podcast a little while but he was saying he's like a cross between alfred from batman and fucking lucius fox from batman <laughs> as well and it's so true he's like he's like the, the butler <laughs> yeah. older Best type yeah worlds. yeah exactly exactly mate yeah yeah man <laughs> i've you know I've, I've just charged up your latest suit you know crack on with that <laughs> yeah you just make suits you know willy-nilly yeah, why just, not? Like, yeah, <laughs> just sorts him out when he can. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Well, let, let's let's move on to, uh, from that to another bit of news that dropped in the last couple of weeks or so, and we got some uh, quote unquote leaked images of uh, the Shazam movie. Now, uh, the actor, yeah. his name completely escapes me, but basically, we see Shazam in the Shazam suit. 
and uh, there's a couple of pictures where he's been knocked back into right, a car, yeah. I think, and then there's another one where he's just kind of mooching along. So um, did you get a chance to look at these pictures, Jack? And, and what, what, what do you think? What, how do you feel about these images? Um, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> he, looks like, he's, he looks like Shazam, um, which, is, which is great. Um, in, I said to Greg the other day, we were just like, we, we rewatched um, Justice League the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it was just like, like I, I like the Justice League. It was good fun. But the second time round, you're just like, it's getting harder and harder and harder to argue for DC. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the CGI, like, was, like, we watched Justice League again, but, like, the CGI, you just look at it and you're like, fuck it, hell, anyone could have done that. Like, <laughs> honestly, come on. But, like, um, I saw this, uh, I saw this thing the other day. Someone had posted up the, uh, the Shazam, um, the Shazam, uh, on, on set, uh, photos of, of the dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, uh, it basically just said, like, um, there was a meme, it just said, like, hey, Marvel, Here's a you know here's a billion dollars and then just go make a movie it's great then it was like hey DC you know we got your back and then there was just a photo of that guy and the Shazam suit. <laughs> it's like yeah I I mean like I'm I'm really hoping it's going to be good like is uh, isn't the Rock supposed to be playing uh, the Rock supposed to be uh, is it Black Adam? Yes, Supp- supposedly. Yeah, well, for, for a while, for for a while, there was this talk of the Rock getting a solo Black Adam movie that was then going to be followed by a Shazam movie. Now there was never any more talk of that, so I literally have no idea what the deal is with that. <clears throat> but I think the main the main thing that when I saw the Shazam uh, picture, the first thing that I thought was it's li- it's like comic book accurate to to the dot. It's you very know? comic book accurate, yeah, very comic book accurate. Absolutely, yeah, and but then the general kind of consensus that I've been hearing from a lot of people is it just looks like a very good kind of Comic Con cosplay outfit. Yeah, you know what I mean, Shit. and it's. It almost like and and this guy's muscles don't look like they actually belong to him as well. It's almost like I don't know. There's <laughs> yeah. there's like a little bit of padding in there just to kind of buff him out a little bit. But I mean, yeah. of course, the the problem is, of course, with this is that they damned if they do and they damned if they don't. If they create something that's perfectly accurate that looks like a cheesy comic book character, then of course, you know, that people are going to complain. If they create something that's a million miles away, that's not looking, that doesn't look anything like the uh, the comic book source material then people will complain you know comic book fans of course we we are never happy that's the that's the general yeah. rule you know they're just they're just try they just look like they're just trying to cover their all of their you know their basis so they just don't piss anyone off like it's almost yeah. like they're just trying a bit too hard like i i think i think it's a cool costume like i, I do like how it looks it's, it's be- like like you say it's, it's very comic uh very accurate to the comics um but i guess we'll just have to you know see what else they've, they've 
they've got in the works really yeah well, well well you know i mean we we've spoken about we've spoken about this this notion of the quote unquote leaked photos coming out you know to kind of gauge people and you know uh, that get released and and we're convinced now that they're actually released by the studios you know there's nothing leaked about them because you know that there's no there's no way that this kind of that people would be allowed on set and stuff like that you know with cameras taking pictures and stuff like that let alone yeah. being able to put them on social media and such like so there is a possibility that that was like the first day of filming where they had the suit and they thought to themselves, mm. you know what, let's leak some images and let's just get the public's opinion. Because of course, you know, with, with like social media and stuff like that, now no one no one hides their opinion and they can get a general idea. I mean, for goodness sake, we're talking about on it, talking about it on this podcast and so will uh, yeah. thousands of other people probably. You know, so it, there's there's every possibility that they're waiting to get the the fans' reaction, and you know mm. maybe adjust it accordingly. My only other kind of opinion of this is, <clears throat> from what I know and from when I've seen Shazam in like on like the Justice League cartoons, his character is always very bright, and you know the the the, the costume bright, is colorful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always very heroic, and it's you know mm. very very kind of. He, he is quite a cheesy character i mean at the end of the day he is like that this hero has like the mind of a child because you know it's it's a child called billy batson who inhabits this ability and 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 he literally just says shazam and he turns in and he turns into the hero so there's every possibility that they go in completely the opposite way with this film that they have done in previous dc movies and rather than having it the dark dreary you know kind of desaturated tone it's going to be bright it's going to be cheesy there might even be like a level of comedy to it and you know they need that kind of sort of cheesy suit to sort of <clears throat> cheesy looking uh superhero costume to kind of match that tone so this is it man yeah, yeah. So hopefully they're just trying to, literally just trying to match up this tone to what they want to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There is every possibility that it is just, mm. you know, it might just be a, a cheap, crappy, like, stage costume and they're going to, like, I don't know, add a yeah. bit of CGI. There's probably going to be some glow and a bit of lens flare added in there for good That's measure. It, yeah, so you know, put, put, like, a, put a little uh, sepia filter on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's it man yeah make, make, give it, DC way. Give it that. you know um the, the the kid that's actually in the film um because obviously like uh it's i, I think originally it's like a group of kids that say shazam or is it just one kid that says shazam and then becomes the uh As superhero i think um, in, i such, think but like i think in some it, it, stories it's a group of kids in others it's just the one kid yeah yeah um because uh the, the kid that's actually um in the in the movie, um, he's uh, he's one of the kids uh, from the the Stephen King It film that came out. Oh, is he really? Um, oh, that's cool. It's one of uh, yeah, it's one of the ki- uh, kid actors from that film. But yeah. um, I, I saw when I went and saw It because that, that was uh, one of my favourite films from last year. Mm. Um, he, he's such a good little actor in it. Like he's just like he's just um, very very good for his age. So like um, it'll be interesting to see him like how how he does in sort of like a like a solo sort of like superhero film yeah so. definitely do definitely yeah it's going to be an intriguing one to to see some trailers see some content but to go back to what you were saying before i totally get what you mean about how it's it's getting harder and harder to fight in dc's corner isn't it because you know it really is to, to think about how hyped like you know we are for for infinity war which comes out what like next month is it i think it's literally in like um like less than 50 days now like marvel yeah. posted the other day the whole like they they literally just posted up like in 
on Instagram and Facebook, just big gold, like gold lettering and just said like 50 days and was just like, bam, 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 bam. And I was just like, fuck. It's, it's so, so exciting, dude. And, and you know, and, and when, when you mentioned Justice League then, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, I forgot about Justice League. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. What was that movie with uh, all, the, all, the, all the DC heroes that, that get together? Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. Something, yeah. something about a bat. Like, uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, let's uh, let's move on to a another piece of news. Um, now, this is something that I know you you said you were again, and something you weren't too knowledgeable knowledgeable about. But I, I we, we I couldn't not bring this up, and it's the fact that um, we're going to be getting a movie um, with the characters from Teen Titans Go. Now, Teen Titans Go, for anybody out there who doesn't know, is an absolutely brilliant cartoon that basically takes uh, the characters Robin. Uh, Beast Boy, Cyborg, um, Starfire, I think she's called. Uh, uh, There's also, oh, Raven, is it? I think something like that. I think it is Raven, yeah. yeah. And the idea is is that the Teen Titans, it's a very... uh, very juvenile s kind of style of animation. Best way I can describe it is it's very very similar to Powerpuff Girls. It's that kind very, of animation. Yeah, it's very cartoon network. Isn't yeah, it? very much so. Very much so. And and essentially, it's it's the, the the heroes just kind of going about their kind of daily business. But the I think the mm-hmm. idea being that they're meant to all be very young, and it's not some. Sometimes it can be about them saving the world, but other times it can be literally about them. You know, the day that they have to do the laundry or they have to go to the supermarket and buy in some yeah. food. <laughs> and it for, for like for a, a for a cartoon that could be perceived as being aimed at children there is so much adult comedy in there that like and so much kind of irony and sarcasm and just really kind of clever uh mm. clever humor it's it's fantastic but anyway we're getting a feature length movie and uh, news has dropped that Nicolas Cage, none other than Nicolas Cage, is going to be voicing Superman um, in in the movie, which is absolutely fantastic. So, so meta over the fact that uh, Nicolas Cage was close to, to playing Superman. Well, he did play Superman um, until the movie got kiboshed, um, the, the Tim Burton movie, uh, The Death of Superman, which was meant to come out yeah. in like the mid-90s or something like that, where he had like long hair. Um so I, I mean, like, I I love this news. Like, I do. I know you said you're not that knowledgeable of, of Teen Titans Go, but um, I mean, would you would you watch a movie, Jack, an animated movie purely based on the fact that you knew that Nick Cage was going to be voicing Superman? Oh, mate, a hundred percent. Yeah, like definitely. That would be like I'd be one hundred percent on board for watching that. Like, if Nick Cage is in anything, like <laughs> I want to watch it. Like, um. I even reckon, like, if Nick Cage is, um, if Nick Cage is uh, gonna uh, be playing Superman, I reckon that might actually get uh, get Joe to the cinema. Because <laughs> we know, like, obviously, um, Greg and Joe from the All Seen Guys podcast, our friends over there. Um, Joe isn't an, an avid cinema fan, um, but I, I reckon if Nick Cage, you know, those guys love Nick Cage anyway. Yeah. But like, I reckon that would get Joe to the cinema to watch it. I'd, I'd 100% be on board of it. I'd say, like, um, my knowledge of, like, Teen Titans Go isn't that great. I haven't watched much of it. But um, I did um, I did actually see... Because um, this this new movie that's coming out, will it also, is it a live action or will it be... Um, 
Oh no, it's it's animation. It's still animation. It's the animation. Okay, mm. cool. Yeah, because I saw a trailer last night of it, um, and I just like how um, I think it was uh, <laughs> like uh, the the Robin uh, Robin's uh, character, and it basically just says um, if Aquaman can get his own movie, then anyone can really. <laughs> yeah. <we can. laughs> yeah, I just thought that was fantastic. I just I love that whole like what you were saying before about like when we were talking about like the Luke Cage um, thing, like just breaking the four four was always just good fun. Um, yeah, because it just it adds a little nod to like the fans and people that are watching it and that dig it, and it's just like oh, like I see what they did there, you know, like. Um, so yeah, I I would one hundred percent give it a go, man. It it does look like good fun. So. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be. It, it's probably going to be on the ver- the humor's probably going to be on the very similar lines to like the Lego Batman movie and stuff like mm. that. You know that that sort of very dry humor. Um, yeah. so yeah, r- really, really buzzing for this one. Um, but yeah, but little, little, little news story that drops. There has been a bit of other casting news in terms of, I think they've got someone doing the voice of Batman because typically in Teen Titans Go, it's, it's just usually those main characters, which we mentioned before, like you don't get many of the, 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 the big characters in there. So, um, it's cool that they kind of, they kind of bringing in some other people and it's going to be in that animation and in using that humor so yeah def- definitely you know, excited if, for that i'll tell you what if you if you're on if you got like if you've got a spare five minutes when you're at work gaz there's a video on youtube and if you just type in um uh nicholas cage losing his shit um there's there's <laughs> the video on there it's it's so funny and it's just a compilation of nicholas cage losing his shit in different movies um and it's like, I don't know what the food is. It's so good. And it's just five minutes of him going mental. And um, but it's, it's, it's like the movie where it's like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. And he's doing that. And then he's he's in the Wicker Man. And he's like, not the bees. Ah. <laughs> and it's literally, it, it's literally, it's so funny. And it's just him just losing his shit. But like, and then he's just like, kill me. <laughs> That's amazing. Like I've I've lifted to YouTube it now and like the top result has just come up, so I'm I'm gonna put that on my favourites and I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> oh god, it's so funny. Like we we watched it the other night and I was crying. It was so good. Fantastic, fantastic, dude. Let's see what else we've got to talk about on the list. Okay, so oh now this this is a this is a pretty exciting piece of news that's coming out. Um so it would seem that John Favreau, who is the director of the live action jungle book movie and the director of the upcoming Lion live action Lion King movie, um he is going to be directing a live action star wars series uh that's going to be going straight to the disney streaming network which is the the sort of disney's equivalent of netflix if you will so now i i don't know a lot about this i was reading a few articles online and i couldn't really find any more details beyond this is happening essentially it's going to be a live action Mm. star wars series not too sure when it's going to be set so I would possibly imagine they're going to kind of play around with some kind of prequel territory. I don't know, maybe something like in between, I don't know, uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope or something like that. Or maybe like, I know, in between A New Hope and Empire, you know, like that kind of filling gaps in, if you will. Yeah. Um. So, like, I mean, how, how do you feel about like a Star Wars live action show? Is there anything that you'd kind of want to see from it for sure? Like, well, what, what are your kind of thoughts on this, Jack? Mate, I'm honestly like I'm well chuffed that this is a thing that's like going to be happening because I'm really, really excited to see where they go with it. I'd really like to see maybe like um, 
I'd really like to see like maybe like some spin-off side stories with like a, just a shitload of like little Easter eggs from like the movies that we've already seen. Like, um, but you know, even if we had um, like I don't know some stuff, I'd like to see some more stuff on Boba Fett actually because <laughs> yeah, we got the like because we got like the Han Solo uh, movie coming up and like there's also like I, I don't know if it's like a thing thing but like I don't, are we getting like the obi-wan kenobi movie as well oh i'm sure it's in the pipeline it, it is gonna happen there's no there's no doubt yeah. about it I think, I saw, like, fa- I think i saw like a fan video the other day yeah i'd love to see some stuff on boba fett that'd be awesome because you, you know you don't really see much of him do you to be yeah honest. Like, he he is he is a bit of a, a uh, he is such a bizarre entity in the fact that I think in totally has about something like twenty minutes screen time and he became one of the most popular characters um, in uh, in the franchise. It's very peculiar. I, th- I think what I mean first of all we got to point out the fact that this is going on the Disney streaming network. Now from what I can tell, it's going to be about ten dollars a month or something like that. And I think what I'm probably going to do is I'm probably going to wait for, you know, this series to drop, whether it's going to be like a binge worthy series or whether it's going to be a week by week, whatever, wait till it's all there, use the 30 day free subscription, uh, free trial and basically just binge it throughout that time. You know, I've I've done that before. Um, yeah, I I got uh yeah I got like Now TV. I oh mean, yeah, Now TV. Yeah, 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 I got that um just so I could watch The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And then I, and then I cancelled it. <laughs> just, yeah, it's just like such a cheeky move to do, but like, yeah, no, um... but no, I, yeah, I, I, mate, honestly, like this is it's going to be sick because like like I was saying before, like the way the Jungle Book was shot and the way the Avengers were shot, um, like, brilliant, brilliant films, but um, like actually uh, seeing like that, but Star Wars like regularly mm. on uh, on like stuff like Netflix. Would just be incredible so i mean I, th- I think what i'd like to see is is kind of i th- I, th- I think i'd like to see maybe like a series where it's about like 10 episodes long or something like that and they're all kind of self-contained standalone episodes if you will so each mm. episode almost just explores like a, a, a someone's story or I don't know a, a particular moment That's a good when, idea, actually, when man. Yeah. you know when like, some... I didn't even think about that. That'd be cool. So rather than like a continuous saga where we start off with someone and we see their journey, it's like right. Episode one is um, someone who I know a, gr- a group of people who uh, work on a, you know a, uh, what the fuck's it called now? Um, where Lando's chilling out, Cloud City or whatever the hell it's called. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know maybe something that they get up to, or maybe I know um, um, something, a mini mission that some a couple of rebels are doing on on Tatooine. You know, just little things like that, just exploring. Mm. It doesn't always have to be something completely canon. It could potentially link to other characters, but in other ways, it could yeah. just be complete something completely separate. Um, it would it would be um, it would be like on like, on the subject of, like uh, spin offs of like or just like looking at different like either groups of characters or characters within the franchise. Mm. Um it would be cool to see like an episode or like a couple of episodes um uh based around uh Donnie Yen's character in Rogue One. Um Yeah that'd be cool. Or even like um that like that group of uh look I don't know like that group of uh like rebels. Um, mm. Um, yeah but like yeah just just little bits like that just like spin-offs of characters maybe give them a bit more um of a chance in the limelight and 
Yeah, totally, totally. The my own my only concern with this whole thing is just I, I, I just don't want Star Wars to be, to become like oversaturated. I think that's my, yeah. that's my only deal with this. I just don't want it to be a case of where it's just like we get some news that there's some Star Wars movie or some Star Wars TV series mm-hmm. and we're just like, "Oh yeah, sure, Star Wars whatever." You know, at least like the point yeah. where we kind of lose excitement. And I don't know whether it's maybe because like the fact that like the last Jedi like sort of left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth over the fact that I just the last the last the last paycheck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fact that I just did not <laughs> buzz off that movie at all. So mm. yeah, it's I, I mean you know again I'm gonna keep an eye on this. We always do. We'll always keep an eye on like um what what for trailers and for for, for potential kind of uh, spoilers yeah, yeah. in terms of what what the story is kind of gonna be about and. Um, I mean, yeah. I totally agree in the fact that, you know, for example, John Favreau working on, on, on Jungle Book and obviously now he's got The Lion King in the pipeline as well. Like the Jungle Book, like the visuals were absolutely stunning. And the fact that this yeah. is under this is under a Disney umbrella, so we can guarantee that the money will be put into making this visually beautiful. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be a space battle. It can be more character-driven, but, you know, we can, we can only hope that it's going to have that kind of visual wonder to it that that was kind of captured mm. with with the jungle book so yeah i'm, I'm definitely uh, obviously it's star wars so i'm i will check it out in some capacity uh like That's i say it, yeah. whether i mean yeah. like you don't like like you're saying don't don't want it to get too um Nobody wants Star Wars to be too oversaturated. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's but, it. Um, yeah, they, they're doing a live action Lion King, and it's like <laughs> I saw this thing the other day, and it was like you, you you don't need one because it was like um, oh we're doing a live action Lion King film, and it's like but we've just released a film uh, that, that's set in Africa with a king, like you basically you just got black panther you don't you don't need the lion king it is the lion king like, <laughs> that's your live action lion king film you know? yeah exactly exactly uh, what did what did you think of black panther by the way may i still have not seen it may oh you it. need to get I'm on it for, uh, i've 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 entered this sacred pact with greg where we have we you know we have to see every single we've got to see all the marvel and dc films together so i've, I've had to hold off and because i'm such a good buddy i'm i'm, I'm waiting oh wow but, you know the balls in his court man but um no greg's greg's uh greg and i are probably gonna end up watching it next week sure um, but uh we've uh yeah, yeah i think he's been quite busy with um work and stuff and obviously uh now he's a dad yeah yeah you know, <laughs> dad, dad bit as well it's kind of you know kind of a big deal you know yeah um but yeah, um, I haven't. I honestly still haven't seen it yet. So with uh, with any luck, like we'll both find some time um, when he's not working and he swamps, and we'll be able to um, yeah. go watch it. But I, but as like I've obviously seen and heard a lot of stuff about Black Panther already, and um, I, I I'm itching. I'm so excited to see it. It's a great movie, dude. I think you'll enjoy it a lot. I think you will. I think you will. So uh, let, I thought we could finish off, Jack, seeing as how we have literally just hit the hour mark. Uh, let's just uh, sound that horn. Yeah, that's when you've hit the hour mark, baby. <laughs> oh, well, I, well, like Sam loves it, so you've got to do it. Of course, you? yeah. You've I mean, got to keep that, keep keep the foghorn strong. Basically, because of because of his love of the air horn, um, I feel yeah. like I want to keep it going, keep it going. Yeah. Just keep it- Man, so I, I have I have no gripes whatsoever with it. You know, you know, I, I like a good air horn once in a while. <laughs> well, uh, to finish off with, um, regardless of of how much I, uh, both of us have seen of uh, of of it so far, 
I thought that we could talk a little bit about the latest series, series two of Jessica Jones, which has dropped on Netflix. Now, um, I've seen like two episodes in a bit so far. Like, did you were you saying before, Jack, that you've seen two episodes so far? I'm on uh, I'm on episode four now. Man. Oh, excellent! Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so it's it's getting there. Yeah, I, I can't do I can't do what the, uh, like people when they like binge watch a series. Like mm. the last time. Like, it takes me ages to watch anything. Um, like the last thing that I properly binge watched was um, like uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah. Um, but that like that I, th- I mean, given there's only there's I think there's only about um, like six or seven episodes per season. But like you know, when you get properly hooked into something, I was like, right, I got two days off work, I'm gonna smash this. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm episode four of uh, Jessica Jones at the moment, so nice nice so obviously don't don't kind of give too much away because obviously i I, like i say i'm only kind of just dipping into episode three now but um how how have you found it so far i mean well first of all were you were you a fan of the first series were you were were your expectations high kind of going into this um yeah i mean to be honest with you like they did season one of jessica jones and then after that you had you know you you had like luke cage um and we had the defenders like the whole like you know, Iron Fist uh, hype as well, which mm. turned out to, you know, flop a little bit, but like kind of like pushed her to the back of my mind and forgot all about Jessica Jones for a bit. Um, and then literally like, I didn't, I saw the trailer a while back and then when they, I like, I saw on Netflix, I was like, oh, fuck, it was like new episodes of Jessica Jones, sweet as like, let's give this a go. Um, and uh, I really like where they're going with it so far. So like, obviously like, I'm, you know, I think I'm like, you know, maybe like two episodes ahead of you. Um, so I won't give anything away, but like, um, I like how they're covering their basis because one thing that, um, never really got properly explained in the first season was how she got her powers. Yes. Um, it never really, it kind of, they kind of brushed over the fact that she can jump very, very high. Um, and she's super strong. Um, so this, this is kind of going back to like, um, uh, her, her mate Trish, um, basically uh helping her to uh figure out what happened to her yeah yeah totally um, yeah so yeah it's, it's quite cool like no like sir i'm only on the fourth episode but like um it's cool to see like how it's how how it's progressing almost and see like yeah. she she's she's become a lot more um i've noticed she, her character's become a lot more humanized mm. um in the first season you know she, she's always like you know she she knocks back the whiskey and doesn't give a shit that very um arrogant kind of i don't i don't give a flying fuck kind of attitude um and uh in in this show like you you do see her like she she's crying in it and she's showing emotion and she she kind of lets her like so she's kind of like letting her guard down a bit mm. you know um but that's like I, that's what i like about it because it was only like near the end of the first season um with because uh, like David Tennant as the villain in the first one as Kilgrave was was incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Um, you got a villain. Uh, you got a British villain um, with with the ability to uh, control your mind and make you do whatever the hell you want. Like that's fucking terrifying. So it was you know near the end of the first season you see her you know really freaking out and start to kind of realize she's not as strong you know, mentally maybe as, as, as the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What, what, what do you, what do you feel about it so far, man? I've, I've loved the series. Uh, well, for literally the couple of episodes that I've watched, I've, I've been really, really enjoying it. I think mm. that 
what what I really like is, you know, we obviously we've seen Jessica Jones in her own series for the first series. We've seen her in the Defenders as well, but I think she's one of these characters who's who's just kind of remaining kind of consistent in her sort of downbeat attitude, like. In, in the first series, she was an alcoholic. She was literally shagging anything with a pulse just to try and sort of feel something, you know, like, um, yeah. and, and just, you know, trying to crack on with life. In The Defenders, she's, again, she's kind of sassing everybody. She don't give a crap. She just wants to get the job done. And in the new series, we go straight into it, and she's, uh, you know, she's she's still boozing. You know, she there's that bit where, you know, that, that guy, she walks past that guy in the bar. There was a, I thought it was a really, really great scene where uh, he's, he's, this guy, the random guy just says, hey, nice ass. And she turns around, she's like, yeah. what did you say? And you're expecting it. I know suddenly he's going to get thrown out of the bar window. But next yeah, thing you know, they're in, the yeah, they're in the toilets. Then, her, yeah. yeah, and then the, the, they're shagging. And, you know, it's just like, she, it's almost like she's just trying to feel something. She's trying to get, and, and I like that, yeah. the fact that she's not, they haven't written her in such a way that she's now become like this. I know she's rediscovered herself and now she's this do-gooding superhero. Mm. It's, it's not like that in any way whatsoever, which I think is really great. Um, is this is this second season set? It's set, um, obviously, after the events of the first season. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, you know, she's um, toying back and forth, like with the fact that she killed a guy and she you yeah. know, she feels like some remorse. Um but is 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 this after the is this after the defenders? Because there's there there is a part in it where um I think they mention that um she's you know been gallivanting off with other um superheroes. So I, d- I don't know if like this is set after the defenders or not. I, I think I think it must be. I think that when when they do stuff like this, if they start messing around with like oh this was before this and that was before then mm. then it gets a little bit too co- confusing I think basically the order that these series are released in is the order of which you know you see them I think the that's the yeah. yeah I think that's basically that's the, the general get up yeah I mean the thing is if I suppose you got what you got to remember is in the Defenders the, the time that spanned was probably like a couple of weeks or something like that so realistically it wasn't like a mad amount of time it was more of just like a, an, a, 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 a stretched out event really um, yeah. but yeah and, and, and you know she's in the first episode of course you know i like the fact that she's narrating it i think that's really great because it almost kind of comes across across as like a kind of an old school kind of noir like detective series which effectively you know she is like she is a pi you know and i like the bit where she goes up to that woman and she shows her the photographs of of you know the the husband like cheating and you know yeah she's she's obviously just doing this stuff for money and and she doesn't actually care about these people but i think she kind of gives off that impression that because people are kind of now know her a little bit as being like a bit of a vigilante they think that she's a do-gooder and Mm. and when the when the woman turns around to her and says will you kill my husband for the fact that he's cheated on me and you know people are actually you know they've like well you killed that other guy so why why you know they they don't understand i think that's her frustration the fact they don't understand like i killed that guy for a damn good reason i'm not a hired killer essentially you know and yeah i think that's a really interesting dynamic to to sort of deal with um i just i just think she's such an interesting character there's just so many layers to her and mm. and i'm really I'll tell you of... what, like she 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 plays um the role extremely fucking well like um like she's just so sarky and like constantly rolling her eyes and just she, she like she you can just tell she really settles into that role well um and she just portrays this like you know uh booze in um 
you know, drunk women all the time, but that likes to get shit done. Yeah, and you know what? Like the the only thing about that actress who plays Jessica Jones, the only other thing that I've seen her in is uh, Breaking Bad. Um, she was uh, oh, she, yeah. she was Jesse's boyfriend. Now in that program, like she was, you know, she she was a, a relatively sort of normal looking girl, you know, sort of like slimish and you know that kind of thing. In in mm. in this, she looks like so undernourished and just so drab. You know what I mean? Like I do wonder whether she actually lost a bit of weight for the role in order to just look like this kind of sort of destitute, if you will. Um, yeah. So. Uh, it's uh i, I mean like yeah. i said i mean I'm, I'm literally like two episodes in and already i'm absolutely loving it and, and I, I agree with you as well like you know i think sometimes when you binge a series like you get to the end and it's not almost like you kind of anticipate it, you're like looking forward to it but it's more like sort of you're thinking come on just please let it end so that i can go to sleep you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i think some sometimes it comes across like that so I, I do actually i want to take my time with this series i want to enjoy it and 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 see see how it develops and, and try and find out like you know who the villain is i just cause basically like I, I just don't want the hand to be involved in it like you know the hand oh, from God, I just, i'm so i'm so over the hand thing now like they weren't even that fucking cool to begin with like no. I mean, like it was an army of ninjas, and like the only the only time I actually enjoyed like the whole hand thing was was pretty much like throughout like Daredevil, to be honest, because it always just seemed like dead. Like I know, like the hand are obviously after the Iron Fist and all that sort of thing, but like uh, it, it just Daredevil. It was like those were Daredevil's villains. Those mm. were his. That was his problem. Like. And they just worked really well in that, but then like it just keeps going back to the hand, and it's just like, can can the hand like <laughs> just, just let it go now, man? Come on, yeah. They lit like in the, in the defenders, they literally destroyed their fucking building. Like, you know, they won't be putting Electra in any big clay pots anytime soon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we shall uh, we shall see how it develops, and uh, no, I'll, I'll definitely be in touch. I'll I'll I'll, I'll message you when I'm with like when I finish the series, and you'll probably finish it before me, but because um, obviously you're a little I'll, bit I'll, ahead. I mean, like I can't promise anything. <laughs> it's a race, yeah. race to the finish. Now <laughs> that's right, man. That's right. Well, well, whilst I've got you here, Jack, I can't I can't not ask you uh, about how you've been finding the most the the recent series of Flash um on uh, on the cw um have you have you been have you been catching up have you been enjoying it or for that matter have you have you delved in any other of the cw shows recently um i haven't do you know what i i haven't really watched much of the cw to be honest mate um i uh i started watching the the latest season of flash yeah um and uh, obviously, they're, they're building up um, the, to the main villain, which is uh, uh, the is it the Thinker? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I got um, it just started annoying me because like there was the most the last episode of the Flash I watched was uh, what like, like it was like villain of the week, and uh, the villain of the week was was a girl that. It was, a, it was this woman that, like, bad luck with her everywhere. So, like, she can walk into a bank mm. and, uh, and rob the bank. But then, you know, people are falling off ladders and like, people are falling over. And, like, you know, she takes bad luck wherever she goes. And it's just like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> it's just so stupid now. Like, yeah. Um, but I haven't, yeah, I haven't managed to um, 
uh, to to watch much of the Flash, to be honest. Um, but um, nah, I just it, it's just it just got to a point where I was just like, this is just I'm bored now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like something like I, I love the Flash. Don't get me wrong. Like um, I I actually really enjoyed um. Like the, the first season, I actually really liked the first season, uh, and even like the second season was alright as well uh, with the, with the Zoomers and But then after that, it just kind of started getting a bit pants. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, 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 t- I totally get you, man. Like, first series of Flash was was fantastic. The second series was, uh, it was okay. The third was just bloody awful with bloody Savitar. It was just dismal yeah. as hell. Um, the I think in terms of CW. My my go to show whenever I've got a few racked up on the Sky Plus. Obviously, other recording um, platforms are available. My go to show is Legends of Tomorrow. Every time, the See, that show looked really fucking cool, man. You know like, what? I've seen like, a few episodes of it. It's so cool. I mean, on, for all intents and purposes, the acting is terrible. Everybody mm. is just chewing scenery from start to finish. It's just so yeah. badly acted, but it's just so daft and gimmicky. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure the writers must have like mad kind of, uh, you know, uh, just be really, really kind of big fans of like classic movies because they're always making so many references to classic kind of pop culture films. Mm. And it's just daft and it's silly, but it's genuinely, genuinely entertaining. And, and then I think after that, my next go-to show is usually Arrow because the story in Arrow has actually been quite interesting recently. Yeah. Um, Supergirl is just kind of just there. I'll, just, I'll watch it. If, just if, there for a you know, bit yeah. of Sunday watching or something. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then Flash, I'll just kind of watch it for the sake of. Now, what mm-hmm. I will say is that, yes, albeit the there's, there's some strange strange stuff going on like the the, you know like you say this woman who causes bad luck and all that kind of shite Mm. they've they've got this thing going on at the moment where um oh what the hell's iris's dad called now um Uh, god i can't remember Joe. 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 Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. So so the, the girl the girl that he's with at the moment who's called Cecile, I think. Um so she's now pregnant and the pregnancy has brought up some dormant black matter, dark matter uh abilities within her. So now she can read people's minds. Of course she can. So now she's a part of course of, she can, yeah. You know, why wouldn't she? Why the hell she's, not? Yeah. She's she's having a baby and you know, the baby's gonna bring up some dark matter in her yeah she's she's gonna be three minds you know it's just it's a no-brainer it, it's just so ridiculous but now have you have you got up to the bit yet where basically flashes uh, sorry barry's been like arrested uh no right um, okay then well I, w- I won't i won't give too much away then because I, I genuinely would employ you to just stick with it and just watch like um just keep watching it because the story does actually get quite interesting and the reason why I say that is because they're mm. not just going with the typical like, uh, oh, here's a speedster who's quicker than Barry and Barry's going yeah. to have to work out how to be quicker in order to beat this quicker speedster and all this kind of crap, you know, which they've done for basically mm. three series in a row. Um, so, yeah, it's it's actually... Well, yeah, because, yeah, because the... Um, the... For the first, uh, this, for the first time, the uh, the main villain isn't a speedster. Yeah, completely, completely. Yeah. Um, oh, and I tell you what, as well, in Legends of Tomorrow, um, Wally West is going to be coming into it as well. 
uh, which I think is going to be pretty cool because I do actually like it when they do like kind of mini little crossovers, little crossovers. like that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I've uh, I've actually got um, I'm related no, but uh, I got a bit of news as well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, Gotham has restarted again, um, hmm. and uh, the the way they basically left it, they Gotham's most recent uh, season, I think season four now. They um they had their mid season uh, break. Yeah. Um, but they they basically left it where um like penguin uh, had been given out all of these uh, it basically controlled the gcpd right um and he was he was basically given giving all the uh, all the villains uh, uh licenses to commit crime all right okay so he was it, it, it was completely absurd but the whole, the whole point was basically that um uh that if a villain commits a if 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 a criminal uh, commits a crime um, they can't be arrested if they've got this little slip of paper on them. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's basically trying to like bring down the crime rate in Gotham, but at the same time be the most powerful man ever. Um, okay. And then uh, a, a woman uh, called uh, Sophia Falcone. She she comes into Gotham and she's basically the daughter of uh, one of the big crime bosses, um, uh, mm. John Falcone. Um. And between, so, so she basically helps uh, Jim Gordon um, stop the corruption and uh, they arrest Penguin. Ah, okay, okay. Um, but like, yeah, whilst all this is happening, it's really cool because uh, they've just restarted the, uh, the the sort of like the mid-season. Um, and uh, it's basically at this point now where like you see Bruce Wayne's character, he's actually like, he's gone on a bit of a rampage. Like he's, uh, he, he, kill, he, he kills a, a like uh, Rachel Ghoul, um, what? <laughs> and then he kind of he, he kind of loses his mind a bit, and he starts like going out to parties and like just banging all these women and like really, like, he literally like turns into and he but he, it's weird because he still looks like he's like seventeen, but his what? character is supposed to he's he's supposed to be like in his twenties. It's it's odd. Is he but, really? Like, Holy shit! It's it's mental, yeah. Like there's he's he's basically become Bruce Wayne. He's and he's like he's there's scenes of him like stood on a bar, like smashing back bottles of champagne, and like he's sat in a booth with all these like you know hot girls and stuff like that. Um, no, but there, it's just way. like um, this, there's this brilliant bit actually where uh, where Alfred uh, Alfred um sort of like strolls in. And uh, he sees Bruce in bed with like these three girls, and he's just like, "Come on in, my arse, Bruce. Get get your get your socks on. Get yourself dressed. We're going for breakfast." It's, you know, just like classic Alfred. And he's just like, oh, "Can you just can you just go away?" Like. That's 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 so interesting because like literally the last time I watched Gotham it was Bruce was just like this sort of weedy little kid. But the fact yeah. that I can't believe that but so it's so it's the same actor. Um It's the th- same actor, um but he's he's basically now philanthrop what's the word? Philanthropist, yeah, um, yeah. billionaire Bruce Wayne going out getting smashed, you know shagging all these birds and having the time of his life and you, um, and you say and you say he killed Rachel Ghoul as well he kills he kills Rachel Ghoul and he's and then he realizes and he, he feels obviously really shit for it and he's like, oh, I just killed someone I'm a murderer so um he starts he starts partying really no way so so was was Bruce like training with Rachel Ghoul or anything like that Rachel Ghoul was uh in in season three was basically just trying he was trying to corrupt Bruce into um it very similar to like uh, was it uh, Batman Begins? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, he basically tries to uh, corrupt Bruce into um, becoming who he's supposed to be, which is obviously going to be Batman. Yeah, yeah. But um, in the League of Shadows, um, but he wants uh, he wants Bruce to wipe out Gotham as he sees fit, and uh, wow. Bruce is like, "I'm not having that." So he kills him, and now he's drinking a lot. Damn. Basically, um, but it, it I do really like Gotham because it it just like people complain it's like it's not correct in the comics and you know they've gone this way they've gone that way but like you know they've got a bit of leeway to play around with it but like this this new season is it's just so good because um like the woman that uh, there's a there's a chicken playing poison ivy and she's like because for the longest time I was like why like she's there. But her origin story is taking so fucking long, um, <laughs> and now she's actually started to like. She, she's basically just without giving too much away. Um, she's uh, she's just been like reborn. Um, so she she breaks into this like Chinese. It's like a Chinese uh, herbal medicine uh, shop, right? Um, and she basically says to the geezer, like, "Do you um?" It's like uh, I I need some like really potent shit. I need some like good stuff to to neck that's going to make me strong because she, mm. she basically start, starts messing about with all these like different perfumes and uh, stuff made of plants um and she 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 finds uh like this he's like oh you can't touch that you know that's that's from i don't know i can't even remember what it's where it's from now like some amazonian jungle like it's you know voodoo shit and she's like yeah whatever and she she drinks it and then um she like she's basically comes out of this pod she she goes almost like um almost like just like a butterfly and she she's in this pod and she breaks out and she mate she is smoking like <laughs> honestly like like so hot like the, i don't know the name of the actress that's playing her but um yeah she's come out and she's just like you know let's make gotham our bitch and like she's playing around with plants and stuff now but yeah it's i'm very interested to see where all this is going to go that's ace man now, you know what, that's, yeah, that's um, genuinely, genuinely made me kind of want to get back into it because one thing that used to genuinely annoy me was just Bruce Wayne being just this whiny little kid. And oh, <laughs> man, he's the completely opposite now. Yeah. So has, has, has there been any sort of hint of like, oh, you know, maybe I should go out wearing a cape or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, like, whilst like, all, like they focused on the villains quite a lot and... Mm. Um, like penguin poison ivy mr freeze all that sort of stuff uh, catwoman but now um it's like at the end of season three going into season four um so like you know lucius i think i've mentioned this before but like lucius fox turns up at his house with like a mask it doesn't have ears it's just a black mask right right um, and this this suit he's made for him with like gloves and this gear and um he, he sort of hands it over to bruce and and he's just like, you know, um, this is, uh, you know, this will, you know, sort you out when you're you're trying not to fall through skylights. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and, um, and he's like, all right, sweet. And, um, he's, yeah, he started, um, he, he did it for a bit. He was like, you know, jumping around rooftops and he's got Alfred, you know, on the ground waiting outside the, the Rolls Royce. Just being like, Bruce, you watch, watch your foot in there, mate. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know get down from there but um yeah he's he's done it for a bit but um now he's he's basically put that away for for sort of like for a while because he's he's doing the whole like partying bit which mm. but it's good to see that because he, he's not a whiny little bitch anymore 
Decent, man. Decent. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to try and get back into it. I know they do update Netflix with the, the series of Gotham, so I think when 3 and 4 is on, I might have to uh, give it a whirl for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely give it a go. Well, I think with that, my friend, I think we're going to start to wrap things up very quickly. Um, so before we finish, um, is there anything that you want to plug? Anybody you want to say hello to? Fuck you. Anything of those descriptions? Um... No one. I don't think there's anyone I want to say fuck you to. I got <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, uh, but um, no, I wanted. I wanted to plug. Uh, basically, um, me and my uh, me and my good, very good friend uh, Jacko Jackson, um, who uh, also lives in Kingston with me. Um, we've uh, just started up our, our very own uh, podcast. Actually. Oh what! Oh, that's amazing, dude. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was going to surprise you a bit on the show tonight, but nice. um, we've got got this little thing we've been working we've to be fair we've given we've only actually got one episode at the moment all right but, okay um, yeah it's it's very very fresh but it's called the weird and wonderful fray okay okay um, and it's basically just uh me and my friend jacko and uh we, we just we just talk about very strange odd stuff <laughs> but, um but, yeah it's, it's basically a podcast about um just filling your minds with mush basically <laughs> um, but it, it, it was very good fun to uh, to record it with him and uh, we're we're scheduled to do our next episode very soon oh that's um, working man so yeah it's, it's yeah we've got uh, the weird and wonderful fray uh, podcast and that should be coming uh, very very soon Good um, times, man. Well, let, let me know if I can be a guest on it. That sounds awesome. Oh man, you're you're up there as a guest, hundred percent. You and Sam can come on. Be good great stuff. fun. Just tell us, like, uh, tell us, you know, stuff like what you, what, what's the worst meal you've ever had, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. That's Very a, obscure shit, basically. That, um, that's wicked, man. Fun. That is, that is so cool to hear. I mean, it's like it, it. I think like what what's great about podcasting is it's such an accessible hobby. You know, you literally just need a computer, a couple mm. of microphones, and some mates, basically, and you could just crack on. So and you can just go for it. Yeah, yeah it's wicked. That's wicked news, um, man. Yeah. Besides that, uh, I'll give it, I'll give a shout out as well to um, uh, Greg and Joe on the All Seen Guys. As always, those guys are those guys are killing it at the moment. Um, so big congratulations to those guys. They're they're doing ace. Um, I'll probably say hi to Sam as well. Indeed. Because um, I haven't I haven't spoken to Sam for a while. So I hope him and uh, the missus and the little one are doing all right. And. Uh, all the best indeed indeed well you know for all you for all we know i mean today is thursday and her due date is basically this weekend or samantha so by the time wow. this is released there cool. might actually be um you know a little baby open all powers in the world so uh, you know we, open we, all powers baby yeah <laughs> the official but the official nephew of open all powers yeah yeah <laughs> that's it you'll have to start um You'll have to start doing the uh, the open all powers baby grows. <laughs> oh, you know it, man. You know it. Like the baby range. Yeah. Um, oh, that's brilliant news, man. That's exciting. Yeah. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be wicked, man. I can't wait to meet the little dude. It's gonna be uh, awesome. it's gonna be wicked. Uh, well, well, I'll finish up by saying that uh, obviously you're 
if you're listening to this, then you'll be listening to us on some means or another. But don't forget that you can catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio and Satchel. Um, and I will also say that I, I got a, a little uh, advert came up on my Instagram the other day for this new app called Auto Radio, O-T-T-O Radio. And I thought I'd, I just I checked it out because basically it was described as the Spotify for audiobooks. Now, I'm really into audiobooks, so I thought oh, this was quite interesting. So I downloaded it and it was all these audiobooks you can listen to for like a monthly subscription, whatever. There's also a section for podcasts as well. So I went on and I just thought... <laughs> just for shits and giggles let's see if we're on so i google so i search sorry in the app open all powers and lo and behold there we were now there must be some sort of lag in the data that they're sort of supply being supplied because the the our artwork was the our very very old artwork the first one that we ever had um for the podcast and uh so i I can only assume they must they must gather data from itunes or something like that i'm not entirely sure but if anybody out there has auto radio then you can listen to us on there apparently as well (laughs) who knew (laughs) yeah um taking the taking the world by storm as it were exactly exactly but also you can find us on facebook.com forward slash open all powers podcast uh check us out on twitter at open all powers instagram open underscore all underscore powers underscore podcast and as well just for a cheap plug i will say that um if you want to follow my uh design page uh, because basically i'm a freelance graphic designer and i post some of my work on my instagram page uh, which is uh, g underscore e underscore design sorry no sorry let me start that again g underscore eastwood underscore design sorry yeah that's right <laughs> i've been i've been uh, looking at some of your work man it's really really good oh thanks dude i appreciate that it's been uh it's been uh, busy, busy lately. Lots of work coming in, which has been very good indeed. Oh, that's what you want, man. Um, but- I actually, shit, I forgot to um, uh, plug my uh, design page as well, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've got one of those as well. <laughs> um, if you if you go to, uh, yeah, if you go to uh, Headcase Illustrations on uh, Instagram and Facebook, so it's uh, on Instagram, it'll be uh, head underscore case underscore uh, illustrations. Um I uh, I basically do just like freelance art and uh, commission work where I can, um, and it's it's mostly uh, like the stuff that we're chatting about now, really like comic book related, yeah, um, imagery for your face, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm 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 in the Black Panther bit at the moment, and uh, it's coming along quite nicely. So nice, nice, yeah, good stuff, man, good stuff. Well, with that, I'm going to bring in some music, like so. And I'm going to say thank you very, very much indeed, Jack, for joining me tonight. It has been an utmost pleasure to break down the world of nerd with you. So thank you very much. Fantastic, mate. Thank you for having me. It's nice to uh, nice to have a little catch up. Definitely, dude. Definitely, dude. And with that, we shall see you all next time, motherfuckers. Toodaloo. See you later. Bye. Shabba. Way.